When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Can tell us, but we don't show prep. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no, yeah. I, just, about that. I just barely make it's... it in. <laughs> you know, I'm sure you can tell. But we don't show. <laughs> I mean, let's, let's, let's put the cards down on the table here. Miami Hurricanes, yeah, you know the name already, it's Merced, ha ha, it's a 6-Rick Kane show, can't forget the name though, got jazz, blue vision, DJ break the game code, ain't no changing up, ain't no breaking up, real port alive from the Hall Rock Stadium, ball 14 for the orange or green, we see the 6 rig champs, it's more than a dream, this is life on the field, beyond a hundred yards, a hurricane that's never still put a damage to the squad, the 6 rig Kane show, the 6 rig Kane show, the 6 rigs Kane show, you know, What's wrong with us? We're Miami Hurricanes fans. Welcome to the Six Rings Cane Show, a show dedicated to Miami Hurricane sports, featuring the legendary Larry Bluestein, Jazz Santana, Vish, and Danny Gillette. Let's go, Canes. What's going on, everybody? Hello, 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 hello. Holiday season, holiday season. That's right. That's right. As the holidays do approach, we won't. Well, we might be on the air because we got, by the way, before we even get going, we got National Signing Day on Wednesday, right? Early National right. Signing Day. But that's when all the all the craziness really happens. So, and you got a lot of uh, transfer portal stuff happening that day also. Um, so, you'll probably see us on for a little while sometime this week. But uh, we don't see you, man. Uh, Merry Christmas to everybody that's out there. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think we'll be on next week at this time. It's kind of a holiday. So. Yeah, yeah. but we do have we do have a game next. Uh, what is it? Next Thursday? Next yeah. Thursday? No, no. So, we'll have a show between now and then. It just probably won't be Monday night. Nah, definitely not. <laughs> Merry Christmas to you on that. Wednesday one. be good. <laughs> Wednesday be good. Wednesday, yeah, maybe Wednesday. We've got I mean, we've got a lot of stuff to cover. Uh, hopefully by next Wednesday we'll have a quarterback uh, committed <laughs> too. So be better. 
Better. Well, who knows? You never know with this team. So the you plan is, is Emery Williams throws left-handed. That is the plan. That's probably what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, let's get excited about that somehow. Uh, figure it out. No, but look, listen, honestly speaking, we've got a, a lot of stuff to cover today. Um, not only did we have, uh, what was it, three or four big commits this past weekend, we just had another two, and literally one popped off the minute that we we came on the show. So a uh, lot of news to cover. And no, sorry, guys, one of them is not Cam Ward, uh, at least not yet. So we'll see what happens, though. All right? Patience uh, is, is, definitely, is definitely something that a lot of us are struggling with nowadays. I think that this Miami Hurricanes uh, football team, sometimes Mario Cristobal, really tests our patience. Um, and so – uh, it's 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 crazy. It's crazy. But without without uh um any more kind of talk about it. Oh, I forgot to mention. <laughs> no, I didn't forget to mention. Uh, but our boy Max from the Miami Flow uh, team is going to be joining us joining us in the next couple of minutes here as well. Nice. So, um, he'll come on and, and talk a little bit uh, with us about these commits and what's going on in the transfer portal. Big weekend this weekend, right, Blue? A lot of visitors coming in before the dead period. Right now it is the dead period. Well, it's kind of the silent period, I guess, right, where players can, can contact the coaches, but it can't be the other way around. Yeah. But um, all the visits are done. All the um, – most of the – you know, the back and forth with the players and the coaches and the fathers and the mothers and, and everything, all of that has kind of run its course, right? Miami has done a great job at recruiting a lot of great players. Um, and and so, you know, this is going to be exciting to see now in the next couple of days what Miami does and how many guys sign up uh, sign on Wednesday. Uh, let's bring in – let's go ahead and bring in Max so he can be a part of this conversation because that's a – this is a big one. Look at that guy. Hello, hello. What's up, man? What's hey, going man. on, Max? What's going on? Mr. Max from uh, the Miami Flow Gang over there. Um, yeah, so, Max, I was getting ready to go into what, you know, obviously this past weekend with all the big visitors that were down here, uh, you know, some some silent, some not so silent. Uh, and obviously you had some big commits, and then you've got a couple, you know, big commits today as well at position, at one definitely at a position of need. And then another who, who apparently what we need to do is I know someone posted this on Twitter the other day was just let Ohio State do all the uh, uh, all the recruiting and analysis and research for us, and then we'll just go ahead and snatch all of them uh, from over there. So, but another big one of uh, running back Jordan Lyle from St. Thomas, who was committed to Ohio State, we flipped them over uh, about five minutes ago. So it's kind of crazy. So you know I want to get your thoughts, Blue. I was, I was going to hit it to you, and then we'll go to Max on this, but. Your overall assessment of how the weekend went with uh, all the uh, you know commitments and the visits and everything that went down this weekend. Definitely a tremendous weekend. Obviously, as you and I know, um, <clears throat> this class needs to be complete with a quarterback. And uh, maybe Max knows a little bit more than we do, but uh, I certainly know that the Max other, know anything. <laughs> <laughs> other than that, uh, uh, like you said, this. I think we kind of expected it. I had a chance to watch um, uh, last weekend uh, Mr. Lyles in the state championship game up in Tallahassee. And, uh, you know, great back, uh, somebody that definitely fits into the plan for the future. And I think all along we kind of figured that, 
you know, I mean, Ohio State, Ohio State's going to get a bunch of kids, you know, and then he probably sat down and said, you know what, you know, look at last year, uh, Miami running back wise went through a few injuries. And before you know it, they're starting a freshman. And that freshman is one of the best in the country. And he figures that, uh, you know, he's in that mold. So getting him certainly was a plus. Um, as you said before, you know, I mean, it'd be nice to get JJ and, but you have Nike Carr, who I think that people really haven't had an opportunity to watch yet. Uh, this kid's a big time uh, player. Um, uh, kind of like a little bit off the beaten path here. I got a chance to watch a, um, a Georgia State playoffs. And boy, I'll tell you what, I wish Nickel was coming in on this cycle. Because uh, I'll tell you what, he had a hell of a game. This is a this is a team that started the season with a loss to Western here in South Florida. Uh, and then they beat six, six undefeated teams throughout the year. And he was he was a beast in the in the uh, state championship game. But um, uh, to answer your question, um, Jazz, obviously, I'm I'm excited about who Miami has on board and, you know, who they're getting and uh, in this class, uh, you know, again, you know, last week I, I talked a little bit about uh, the matchup that Derek Plass had in in the state final game uh, against De- <clears throat> Dalen Russell, which was great to see. Um, certainly, I know that uh, you know talking to uh, you know Coach Maribal and, and also uh, with um, Kevin Beard up at the state championship game, they're they're bowled over by what uh, Miami's bringing in. Yeah, I mean, some of the some of the big names that I really wanted to kind of con- obviously there were some big guys. Obviously, everybody that's been committed uh, to Miami for the past you know six years, uh, six years, six months, <laughs> long time. Yeah, six months, six years, right? Um, all these guys ended up showing up. Uh, obviously, there was a lot of uh, a, a couple of names that uh, we know that were early recruits, and, and some. Uh, that recruited that committed a little bit later, Vincent Shavers, KB on Broussard, those guys moved on to um, different programs. So they're, they're obviously no longer committed to Miami, but uh, Max, I want to get your take on the guys that did commit this weekend, the transfer portal kid, uh, two transfer portal guys and Savion Riley and CJ Clark. Um, again, positions of need where Miami was able to go into the transfer portal and pick up two really good players specifically Clark because of what he what everybody saw that he's been able to do against uh, Miami the last couple of seasons as well uh, talk to me a little bit about what your you know what you like about CJ Clark and Savion Riley yeah I mean CJ Clark's a beast we were literally I, I think you were in the conversation just now that we were having with Flo and and Flo was basically like I didn't even need to watch film on CJ Clark because I saw with my own eyes, what he did to Matt Lee, who was one of the best centers in the country last year. I mean, there's multiple clips that are, that are, that I've seen posted on Twitter of him just bulldozing Matt Lee. And that did not happen at all this season with Matt Lee, except for when we played NC state. So I agree with him. You don't even need to watch this film to know that he's going to be a beast here. Um, he's really, really versatile. He played in a, in a, an odd front, you know, they ran a lot of three, three, five over at NC state. Um, so I think he's going to have more favorable matchups here at Miami. Uh, but he he's really athletic for his size. I'm super excited that he's a Kane, and I and I think he's is likely going to be a day one starter. 
um, and is going to outproduce some of the guys that we had last year at the defensive tackle position. So I'm super, super excited for him. And then Savion Riley. Uh, I'm a fan of Savion for sure. There's another safety from Vanderbilt that hit the portal that's more of like a James Williams type mold. He's like 6'4", 220. Um, I'm also a huge fan of him. I have no idea for recruiting him, but Savion uh, is another guy that I think you can plug in and, and start immediately. Um, he's likely going to be a strong safety at Miami. Um, he played a lot of free at, at Vanderbilt, I believe. But, um, you know, with Jaden Harris potentially being that starting free safety next year, or, or, or maybe we get another guy in the portal, it's possible that Riley may slide over to strong, um, which is totally fine. I think he has the ability to do that. He's really, really athletic. Um, and Jadeus Richard was singing praises to the staff to, to try and get him on board, um, you know, between, between singing praises to him about our team and then telling the staff how good of a player he is to try and, you know, teach them about him as well. So I'm super high on both of those guys. I think both of them can come in and start immediately. Um, and uh, huge additions because they were massive, massive positions of need. You know, I'm I'm particularly excited about uh, the kid, the kid uh, C.J. Clark as well. I just think that we've been missing, even with guys like you know, like L.T. and um, you know Harrison Hunt and some of those guys, we've kind of been missing the nastiness in the middle, and we still have good play uh, defensive tackle this past year. But I think, like you mentioned. Max, if you can get a guy in like like Clark and maybe some other pieces around him uh, and keep guys like Hunt and, and or whoever it is that's going to stay. Amon Moulton obviously is going to be here. Uh, you've got Josh Horton who's who's coming in and still developing. So I think it's going to be it's going to be fun, right? You obviously got a kid like Marley Cook who's who's a transfer portal guy from Middle Tennessee. We all remember that team, right? Uh, Middle Tennessee. Uh, <laughs> Hey, don't don't go back and watch that game. Jakai is my dude, but Marley Cook put him in a blender that entire game. He was so dominant against Jakai, and that and I I can't go back and watch it, bro. Well, it's it's funny, right? Because we all say, well, the Tennessee State, who the hell are they? I mean, look, they they had a solid season, right? They they they, they made bowl a bowl game and whatnot, and so it's a good, it's you know, it's it's a half decent team, but this guy's a really good player, so. We got to keep an eye on on Marley Cook to see what he does uh, coming out coming up now in the next you know couple of days with uh, with signing day coming up. Uh, DJ, I wanted to kind of get your take, right? You you we'll, we'll kind of move on from from CJ Clark and Savion Riley because I want to get your take on the recent commits today uh, with Zach Carpenter, who's a center, Big Ten football guy, right? Played obviously his football at Indiana. Indiana, yeah. Uh, so you got to see a little bit of of, of him play uh not only that but we also got the, that wide receiver mm. commit another guy who decommitted from a big 10 program and jordan lyle um who's coming in a big time running back from st thomas well i'll actually ask uh you blue and vish about him but i, I particularly want to get your take dj on zach carpenter and what up you know wh what you like or impresses you most about a big 10 center someone like zach carpenter that can kind of come in look he's replacing matt lee as 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 Max, uh, you know, mentioned, an elite center. Uh, you replace him with a really good, really solid center, big kid, 6'5", 300 pounds, um, who's got a little bit of a mean streak himself. So a little bit of a different player potentially, but a guy that can come in and really, you know, solidify that offensive line again. 
Yeah, and you know, in the Big Ten, you often see certain traits of centers and offensive linemen in general. Uh, they're very good with their hands. They they engage as soon as the ball is snapped. Um, oftentimes, they're very good run blockers because a lot of what the Big Ten you know does is running the football, and so you're you're going to get a fundamentally sound center who's tough in the trenches. Um, you know, he can also because I actually watched him a little bit uh, when I watched some of Indiana's games this year, just flipping through the channels. He can also, you know, create running lanes really well, and he's physical. And that's exactly what you need with the type of running backs that we have, because if you give them just even a little bit of space, they're off to the races. And so that kind of meanness and nastiness that you would want from your offensive line, you're going to find in Carpenter, because, you know, it, uh, Indiana was a very physical football team, uh, you know, they may not have been the best in the Big Ten or whatever, but they certainly, you know, had a grittiness to them that really reflected in their play. And Carpenter was a big part of that, ensuring, in, uh, you know, kind of stabilizing the line. Yeah, this, um, look, I, I know anytime we can steal a, a big blue chip prospect from Ohio State, uh, it's always fun. And it's always nice to see. But, uh, this is a good one, right? It's a local product. It's a kid who played for obviously one of the nation's best football programs, a uh, big time blue chip running back, Jordan Lyle, who flips his commitment from uh, Ohio State to Miami. And then you also get a big nasty a center to replace Matt Lee uh, in the, on that offensive line. These are two big, these are two positions that obviously go hand in hand a lot. One is a position of need, the other one is a position where you need depth, where you need. Depth, right? Now you get a kid like Jordan Lyle who can come in. He's already about six feet, two hundred pounds, so he's a big dude. He's a big kid already. Now he gets an opportunity to develop against uh, behind guys like Mark Fletcher, um, you know, uh, Chris Johnson, and so on and so forth. Some of the other guys that are here still um, hanging around, uh, Henry Parrish, if he if he hangs around, and and and, and Citizen, and so on. So gets an opportunity to come in, potentially even get some playing time, right? We. We all see Mario's not afraid of, of putting in freshmen uh, at the skill position to, to, to play well. So what's your take? You know, I kind of wanted to get your take on those two guys coming in and, and committing today to the Hurricanes. Yeah, no, it's it's, it's a big flip. Um, as you mentioned, you know, getting going and stealing someone from Ohio State, but also I think even bigger is just if we're, if we're going to get back to where we want the program to be, you got to win those South Florida battles. and. This is one of those that we haven't won in the past. This has started that changeover to just upgrading the talent across the board. The local kids look for a reason to come to Miami, and we've done a very good job the last 20 years of giving them reasons not to. Um, and and like you said, that commitment to the offensive line, um, ripping off our, our friend David Franklin, the trench work, that's why the running backs want to be here. Like You get to run behind that offensive line. It's a coach that's committed to running the football. That's where you want to come play. And, and you mentioned, you know, getting replacing Matt Lee. And then also uh today Jalen Rivers saying he's he's coming back. Like that offense, like that's that's what kids these these kids aren't stupid. They look at the offensive line, like, oh yeah, I can run behind that. Yep. Um, and that's that's how they're gonna get to show out. And in the past, we've struggled up front, we've struggled to block, we haven't been a physical team. It's not as attractive for running back to come try to run behind that. So yeah. And the other, and the other thing, as you said, he'll rotate. Like we rotate so many running backs in last year. Part of it because of injury. Part of it because, you know, he'd give them all carries at the beginning of the game. And if you were playing well, you'd get the carries. Um, it was not 
in a way that might have caused some problems, but it also, I mean, if you're if you're a running back, you come to Miami and you're good, you will get the football. <laughs> so I think that's the big selling point here. Like no one can argue that Mario builds a physical football team and wants to run the football. You can yeah. you can criticize him for a lot of things, but that is no, even the people that hate him would admit that. So when you go to a running back and you go to an offensive lineman, where else would you want to be? It's, and and I know, you know, everyone's like, well, why would you go there from Ohio State who maybe loses a game or two a year? It's because we run the football. Brian Day does not run the football nearly as much as we do. He's going to get carries here. If you're an NFL prospect, and this is a blue chip recruit, Miami's a great place to go as a running back or an offensive lineman. You're kind of seeing that consistently. Yep, I agree. I agree. I'm uh, blue. Before we we move on, um, your thoughts on on uh, Jordan Lyle and and even Zach Carpenter as well. I, I know you got to see a lot of St. Thomas this this year. Yeah. Well, yeah, obviously he's a big time get. <clears throat> I like him. Uh, durable guy doesn't go down on the first hit. Um, you know, he's he's been a gamer for a couple of years. Last couple of years, he waited his turn to get in there. But while he was waiting his turn, he learned a lot. Played behind Hankerson when he was younger in Hankerson at Colorado, now playing for Dion. And then, uh, obviously, the Sands kid who's up at FAU. Uh, so he waited his turn. And um, certainly watching that Miami running game, uh, I mean, that St. Thomas running game the last couple of years you, you understand it's a progression and he kind of fits in uh to that carpenter is going to be a beast like like dj said uh physical football team too bad that uh they didn't have anything on the offensive side of the ball uh, but uh, that was a you know it was well coached team i like him a lot he has to move on but that's what football is all about but we don't have max very often i like to hear max uh, i would like to hear some of your uh, you know, your opinions. All right, on, all right Max. Uh, Thanks for joining the program, man. We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, we, don't well, get, we don't get to have him very often, so I'd like to hear some of his opinions. Well, yeah, one thing, too, Blue, is I think uh, I think Hankerson's actually in the portal now. Oh, he already? Yeah. <laughs> wow. He got a lot of carries, too. He did. That's year. why I was surprised when I saw it. I'm pretty sure he's wow. in the portal now, which is crazy, because he played huh. a lot for Colorado. Yeah, he did. Max, you're, so yeah, so what what Blue said, I want to hear your because obviously you know, you know we talk about Carpenter and how he may not be as elite as as Matt Lee and so on and so forth. I mean, I think that if he's you know he looks like a mean son of a gun, right? He he's he's all of that six five. He's a big kid, uh, three hundred pounds. He looks like your prototypical center, you know, trench bully kind of guy that can that can really uh, control that line of scrimmage and be kind of a leader on that line. What's your take on, on Zach Carpenter? I think, I think it's – I don't want to say it's an upgrade, but I think it's 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 kind of replacing nasty with nasty. Yeah, uh, very different players. Uh, you know, Matt Lee is more of like a super cerebral, uh, cerebral finesse guy. Um, he's really, really good pre-snap, making sure that the offensive lineman knows what's going to – you know, what knows what's happening. Um, whereas Zach Carpenter is like the – you know, I'm not. I'm not saying that he's not smart, but he's more of like that meathead. I'm just gonna put my my head in the in the ground and just bulldoze you. Um, so very very different as far as their play styles go. Uh, but as far as how effective they can be, I think we'll have you know similar production. Um, I, I agree with what what DJ said. He's more of like that run run guy. 
uh, road grader. He's going to maul you. He's he's definitely bigger than Matt Lee, 6'5", over 300 pounds. I think Matt Lee was like 6'3", 6'4", just over 300. I think this guy uh, is sizably bigger. Um, but, uh, but I think it's a massive pickup because – Everybody knew, you know, Ryan Rodriguez is a, is a, is a good center. Um, I think he's going to do great in the bowl game for us. He was really solid when he came in this year, but unfortunately he hasn't stayed healthy throughout his time at Miami. So you can't really go into a, a, a season relying on a guy who hasn't been available much. So it, it was beneficial uh, and, and, and it was a need for us to go out and get a center that that's durable. He's played, I think he started over 20. I think I think he has 27 starts so far in college. Uh, what a lot of people don't know about him is he actually started his career off at Michigan. Um, so he got really, really good offensive line coaching um, early on in his career as well. Uh, you know, Sharon Moore and, and, and Harbaugh, huge emphasis on offensive line, just like Mario and Mirabal. So um, he's been trained really, really well. And I think he's going to be really, really solid for us. Look, I think Max, let me ask you, because I haven't heard your opinion on some of the upper stars that we have, like Justin Scott and Zaquan mm-hmm. Patterson and Marquise Lightfoot, guys like that who can come in and, and possibly, you know, get in the mix right away. Yeah. I mean, for Zaquan, I think Zaquan has the opportunity out of the three guys that you mentioned, Justin Scott, Zaquan, and, and Lightfoot. I think Zaquan has – the highest chance of starting day one. Um, he's going to push Savion Riley. He's going to push Jaden Harris and the other guys. You know, hopefully Mark Keith Williams can add some weight this offseason and, and can contribute next year. Uh, but I think Zaquan has the ability to, to play the most and start right away. Uh, as far as Justin Scott goes, I mean, he's ranked what he's ranked for a reason. Uh, competition isn't as high. So there are similarities to like the Samson Oakland Lola situation where he didn't play very good competition over in, in Boston and, uh, or yeah, Boston. I think he was, he was out of Massachusetts, right? Who Justin? No, uh, Samson. Oh, oh yes. Samson. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, didn't play the best competition might have a little bit of a learning curve playing against legit, legit offensive linemen. Um, so I, I, I think Justin Scott has the ability to play right away, but I, I wouldn't pencil him as a, uh, as a potential starter. And then Lightfoot is just, he's in a deep, deep room. Uh, really good first step, very athletic, similar to a, a guy like Nigel Lee Kelly, who I know you sung huge praises of coming out of, out of high school. Uh, but you've got Nigel Lee Kelly, Akeem Mesador, Ruben Bain, Jaden Wayne, all at least a year at Miami already in the strength and conditioning program. Lightfoot definitely needs to put on some weight. I think the defensive end in this class that has the the biggest opportunity to play this year is probably the lowest ranked one, and that's Cole McConathy. He's coming in at 6'4", 6'5". He's already 245 pounds. He doesn't really need to put any weight on to see the field. Obviously, you'd like to see him put some weight on during his time here at Miami, but as far as playing weight, 245 is totally fine for a defensive end. So I think he's more likely to get early playing time just because he's, his body's matured already. Whereas Lightfoot, I think is probably what 215, 225. So he's got some, some physical maturing to do before he gets on the field. But I'm, I'm a huge fan of all three of their, of all of those guys. 
I think all three of them are ranked highly for a reason. I don't agree with a lot of the ranking system. Like it was, it didn't happen till today that Jordan Lyle was a four star. Really? <laughs> Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You watch St. Thomas games the last couple of years, and this guy's a three-star? Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, there's, <laughs> that's, that star system has always kind of passed me by. Yeah. One thing about Justin Scott as a footnote, the last big-time guy we got out of Chicago was Russell Maryland. So, that is very true. <laughs> so, and that didn't work out too bad. Nope, not well, at all. I love it that they're going up to the Midwest and the Northeast and grabbing some of these big name, you know, guys up there and stealing them from guys like Ohio State, Michigan. You know, uh, you know, even Boston College. I know Boston College is not known for, but you know, even like offensive linemen or even yeah. guys, you get some guys that are pretty solid up there in the Northeast and Boston. Yeah. And New York, so. That's 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 a big thing, especially now that you got Fran Brown going to Syracuse. He's bringing up, bring some guys over there. That that could be a team to potentially watch for. You know, some some of these transfer portal guys and and the guys in the Northeast kind of sticking around over there. So yeah, um, but, also, but it's going to be a yearly thing. You know, yeah, it's going to be it will, crazy. Yeah. You know, when they used to say, "Well, these contracts are year to year and they're not at four year." Well, now they're really going <laughs> to test that because I think every year you. This transfer portal, they said, what, how many people are, how many kids are in it now? 18,000? Too what many. the hell? Yeah, it's, it's too <laughs> many. That's, that's definitely the right answer. Yeah. And by the way, Max, I agree with you on Cole McConaughey. Is, and he's, he's, the only thing he needs to do is probably put on, not I don't want to say put on weight, but get stronger, right? So he necessarily right. yeah. needs that. And he needs the reps. He needs the reps against some of the big guys. And and that'll, that'll get you stronger as well. So I'm pretty excited about seeing him. His tape. Does not lie. Talk about tape. Yeah, that he comes out of a, a really good district and a really good region in Alabama. They have some really good teams in the, in that region. So he he kind of muscles it up against some pretty yeah. good talent. Yeah, yeah. You can't sleep on 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 the on those players in Alabama, can you? Right. Uh, right. Speaking speaking of that, speaking no, of that, no. That's this was that. a good this was a good transition because I got a question for you. Obviously, a lot of people before we get into to to the meat of what everybody wants to talk about, Max. Uh, let's talk about Alabama. There's a player from Alabama that's committed to Miami um, that recently Ooh. visited his hometown. Uh, and we're talking about talk, talk about another blue chip running back, probably the be- one of the better. One of the backs. best in the country. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mr. Kevin Riley just uh, uh, went to visit his home, his home school there, 20 minutes up the way from his house uh, in the Crimson Tide. But they also had another visitor there that was a big time running back uh, visiting at the same time. Uh, a lot of people are thinking, hey, this could be the third guy right now that may flip from us to, you know, to another school. You can you can never, uh, you know, you can never sleep on, on Nick Saban and what he does at Alabama. If he likes you, he's going to go after you. And, and look, this is a kid that's in his backyard. However, it seems like we're still in a good position with Kevin Riley. Uh, it seems like he's still, you know, I don't want to say strong, but – you know, he's probably thinking things over, but it still looks like we're in a good position with him. How do you feel about his recruitment, what's happened recently, and do you think he sticks with Miami? Yeah, um, 
I mean, right now, honestly, Alabama is extremely, extremely desperate for some running backs. They have zero committed to them right now. We have three. Um, there's there's a huge selling point uh, for playing time that that we, even if we tried to give, would not be the truth. Um, and Saban is a, but Blue will tell you, you guys all know he's a dirty, dirty guy. Oh, yeah. So, um, Especially when he's on his back and needing yep. all that stuff. So he is doing very, very dirty things right now. Um, I personally don't feel good about the situation if I'm Miami. I think he winds up in Tuscaloosa, unfortunately, uh, which I believe he plays at Tuscaloosa, Tuscaloosa Central. County or whatever yeah. it's called. So it's literally right down the street from campus. It's 11 minutes from Denny Stadium. So Yeah. So I I I knows that is absolutely yeah. freaking crazy, but whatever, right? <laughs> yeah. R right now, I I would expect him to sign with Alabama on Wednesday, and I and I hate to say that because I think he is one of the best running backs in the country. Yeah, he is huge, huge, huge fan of his game. I think he could have pushed for playing time even in this crowded uh, running back room, um, but I I don't have a good feeling. Anytime you ov to your home school and it's Alabama right before signing day, you're, you're as good as gone in my opinion. Yeah. I think it's going to be tough to keep him also, but there's still, there's still a chance, right? There's still a chance. Although I did notice that he posted, and it's so funny that we noticed this stuff, but on Twitter, he did post that he's having a, you know, one of those commitment parties or whatever signing mm -hmm. parties. Um, and he posted of him and his, you know, his school and high school Jersey or high school uniform. Um, and nowhere, you know, there was no Miami on there or anything like that. No Alabama yeah. either. You know, that's no. something. He's having people. it at Nick's lake house in the back there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's where it was. It's a photoshopped, uh, <clears throat> but that's where he was. But so that, that's going to be a big one. I know that we'll, we'll probably be looking at, uh, another one is, you know, the, the, the craziness that's going on with the number one player in the country, I guess the number one wide receiver and Jeremiah Smith, he's another one that. You know, a lot of people are saying, well, if you get Ward, you get Jeremiah. If you get this one, you get Jeremiah. Well, we've already gotten so many guys from Ohio State. He's probably looking to come this way also. But then Florida State says the same thing. And then Ohio State says he's not going anywhere. And then Jackson State comes in and says, you never know. And then North Dakota State. So this is kind of crazy with him, what's going on with Jeremiah. But look, <laughs> some, some are in the camp of saying, yeah, I think he's going to flip to Miami, somewhere in the camp of Florida State, somewhere in the camp of Ohio State. How do you see this one, you know, turning out? This is kind of one of those crazy, and I was talking to the guys about this before we started. I was like, this is one of those, uh, this is one of those recruitments that, kind of, you know, smells like Terrence Lewis, the Terrence Lewis recruitment, and uh, those kind of guys, right? Um, what's your take on Jeremiah Smith? Here, here, I'll, I'll make it easy for you. Oh, boy. Flo's oh. got his uh, file on him right there. This, this, this is this is what I – can you see what that is? Is it a question mark? Is that it's what it is? It's a question mark. That's how I feel about <laughs> Jeremiah Smith's recruitment. I think he's trolling everybody on social yeah. media. Um, I think only maybe a couple people know. I was told he, – he told some of his teammates where he's going. I don't know if I even believe – that he's telling his teammates the truth. So I I, I couldn't tell you where he winds up. Um, it's just I would not be surprised if he said Alcorn State. 
Wow, you know, that would be a stretch right yeah. there. Or, Tar or, or, or Tarleton State. Like, it, nothing would shock me at this point. I was making a joke with Flo earlier. I said he might go sign with the NBL, the uh, New Zealand Basketball League, and, and just go pro and play basketball instead of football at this point. I have no wow. idea what he's going to do. So, Unbelievable. Um, now, the I, latest I'm rumors, wrong. Ron DeSantis is going to send down a moving van if he comes up there. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, and lastly, before we get you out of here, the biggest question mark, the biggest um, one of the day is a lot of people are worried, man. Miami still has not closed on that quarterback. I know there's rumors of Will Howard going to USC. It hasn't been confirmed yet, uh, but there is rumors of him going to USC. He obviously visited after Miami. He went over uh, to uh, L.A. and uh, visited them over there. And they're probably uh, – yeah, we'll get to that fresh, by the way. But um, – They'll probably, you know, go after him hard. He's probably really interested in them. Apparently, he blew them away as well, just like he blew away Miami, uh, uh, you know. So this is a tough one, man, because uh, a lot of people are thinking Cam Moore, but what the hell is going on? You know, Mario had a good hold on, on that situation. Now it seems like, you know, all of the controls with the wards, is Ward going to pull the trigger and commit to Miami? Is he going to go to FSU, which obviously he visited as well? Or is he just going to go ahead and say, screw it, I'm going to turn pro. I've got a decent draft grade. Let me go and turn pro. This has been the biggest question mark, Max, for Miami. Um, and Blue mentioned it. So did DJ Fish. Like, how are you going to recruit some of the better wide receivers in the portal? Um, you know, or some of the better skill position guys in the portal if you don't have a quarterback, if you don't know who's throwing them the football. I know we've got – you know, the number one recruiting class from a high school standpoint um, and, and D-tack on some of these and D-line and some of these other positions. But from a transfer portal perspective, look, we've got, you know, we've got an issue, a quarterback that we need to resolve, and we probably need a big-time wide receiver that can come in and play and be like that wide receiver one. Are you concerned right now with the quarterback situation? Uh, are there any other names that we should be looking at aside from Cam Ward as well? Yeah. Um... It's, it's definitely an interesting situation. Uh, I think if Will Howard was, you know, there's rumors that he's already committed to USC. I think if he had already committed to USC, it already would have been public. I don't think his, his, his final decision has been made. I think he's still on the table for Miami as well. I think it's a, it's a decision that he's going to have to make between Miami and, and USC if, you know, Miami does not get how, uh, get Ward. Um, because, you know, from everything that people have been posting, it seems like Ward is option number one and Howard would be option number two. So he could be waiting for our decision for all we know. You know, it, it's weird that everybody crystal balled him and said he's going to USC and people on their board said he committed during his visit. Uh, you know, their quarterback Malachi left and hit the portal already. It seems like all things are pointing that way, but why has he not announced his commitment? I don't know if that's done. Um, so I would definitely keep my eye on on, uh, on Howard as well. Um, as far as like the KJ Jefferson stuff that came out today, I I have a buddy that played at Arkansas. He just he just finished his, his playing days um, over there. And, and I, I'm not as out on KJ Jefferson as a lot of our fan base is. I think he's a solid quarterback, really, really good as a runner. He's 250 pounds. He'll run you over. 
definitely not the most accurate quarterback. And the pushback is, oh, we already have a KJ Jefferson on our roster and Jakari Brown. For one, we don't know if Jakari's staying, right? He could he could easily enter the portal after after the bull game. And number two, you can't replace multiple years of SEC starting experience. Jakari's barely played in college. He didn't play a single snap this year. The only playing time he's going to get is next year. I'm not advocating for KJ, but I'm not as out on him as a lot of our fan base is. I wouldn't love the pickup. I would be disappointed, but I wouldn't be super, super upset about it. Um, There's some guys that I would be super upset about that I'm not, that I'm not even going to mention their names because I'm not putting the juju out there. Um, (laughs) But you know, the Cam Ward thing is a mystery I truly believe he would make far more money coming to Miami than going to the NFL. He's right. he's he's probably a third to fifth round pick. He's going to get at maximum maybe 800,000 a year on a 4-year contract. You know, you can do the math, that's 3.2 million. I think he's at least getting half or more than that for one year in college from from whoever he signs with. So the NFL th- NFL talk, personally, and this is just a, a personal opinion. It's not based on any information from anybody. I think he's just using the NFL talk as leverage to get more money to to, be, to play in college. And I and I also personally don't believe Florida State has the money to pay him what he's asking for. So I I, I still think it's very possible that Cam Ward is our quarterback next year. Um, I would still pay attention to Will Howard and. Uh, that's pretty much it because it looks like Michael Pratt is going to stay in the draft. Hasn't announced he's going to do it yet, but it's looking yeah, that, that that's heading that way. I talked to his mom. Uh, he, yeah, he's definitely yeah. going. So, you know, that's that's not an option, even though I don't think his draft stock, I think he could make more money uh, coming back to college and playing at a school like Miami. Um, but you know that's his decision i'm not going to not going to fault him for that and uh that that's kind of what i'm looking at at the quarterback position right now but i i definitely am starting to get a little bit worried because some of those backup options that i was huge fans of are, are picked up by other schools and it's possible we could flip them but it's it's less likely like a daquan finn from toledo committed to baylor you've got rourke that committed to indiana i think he's a really solid nfl prospect at quarterback and and those guys are are seemingly off the board even though maybe you could flip them so starting to get a little bit worried for sure i know one of the guys you're probably talking about that's cringeworthy started oregon state last year in clemson i don't know if you'd like to have him here i don't i don't i think he winds up at florida state personally yeah. um, I don't think he's a terrible option though he, he's think. he's not as he's not as uh cringeworthy as the guys i'm thinking of oh okay uh, yeah. yeah those are the guys we won't speak of their name no, but there's some names out there. I know the guy at Maryland, the guy at uh, Nebraska that just entered the transfer portal. Uh, those kind of guys. I, I, I believe one of them has a brother here um, who plays in the. Did NFL. he go into the transfer portal too? No. Yeah. Yeah. He's not in the portal. Oh no, no, Talia, no, no. But you know, there's rumblings about it, so who knows? I got a couple more questions for you, Max. Real quick, these are kind of yes or no's. I know some people in the chat were talking about it, but Darius Hayes, um, a kid uh, who's committed to Florida, obviously a big linebacker, uh, blue chip prospect who was here on a visit uh, this past weekend. Uh, another, you know, what he's part of that four for four, for four Wendy's deal uh, that we keep hearing about from Derek Plaz. 
Uh, is he uh, is he the next guy to flip? Do you think? Uh, I, I I think the other flips probably don't happen until signing day. Um, I feel really good about where Miami stands with with Hayes though, so I could definitely see that coming on Wednesday. And well, more and 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 I will take more Gator tears. They just lost their five star safety. Yeah, they I might, saw that. They might lose their their their. Uh, well, I'm not going to call him their second best player because they still have LJ McCray committed to them, but probably their third best player if we were to flip uh, a Darius Hayes from them. And, of course, Armando Blanc. Um, he's obviously another guy who was down here, FSU commit. Once Miami commit, flip to FSU. Now it looks like he may be uh, flipping back over, uh, but one of the top prospects in the country as well. And defense, another uh, position that we, uh, again, a position of need. He's another kid that can come in and develop into a really nice player here. Uh, you see him flipping to Miami on potentially on Wednesday as well? Yeah, I think uh, Miami and Blunt are in a really good uh, really good spot right now. I can see them them uh, flipping him over on Wednesday and telling Florida State to stay out of South Florida. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. Um, Miami looks to have a really good uh, a really good showing on Wednesday at the um, at signing day and for the uh, transfer portal. I think at the end of the day, I know a lot of people like Malachi Nelson as well, but he's the guy that just entered the portal now. And we don't know what's going on there, but that would be he'd probably be my number three pickup if uh, they they swing and miss on on Ward and Howard. Uh, and like you mentioned, Max previously, that's an opportunity to to develop a quarterback and to have one for the long run, not just a one-year guy. So, And he's potentially the best one out of all of them. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, Max, man, thank you for, for coming on the show. Definitely. We appreciate it. Uh, kind of plug, plug your show, man. Yeah, uh, Tuesdays with my guy uh, as he goes by Big Mac Extra Cheese. Um, <laughs> love his name. Uh, so we go live Tuesday Tuesdays at 9.30. And um, – yeah, that's that's it on the on the Miami Flow channel. Yes, sir. All right, my brother. Well, all right, Flow. Thanks so much, brother. Yep. Thanks Take care. Time. We'll see you later. Later. The Six Rig King Show. The Six Rig King Show. The Six Rigs King Show. You know. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.